Hi, you're listening to Go See a Show, New York City's independent theater podcast. Welcome back to the podcast to The Skeleton Rep. I last had them on the show to discuss Whatchamacallit, a play about Jesus, and the company's exploration of modern myth continues with Wendell and Pan, currently running at The Tank. Go see a show correspondent Alex Randrup spoke to the playwright and director after the second preview and will join their conversation already in progress. Really good. Second preview, preview, I only had two pages of notes, but it doesn't count <laughs> because the handwriting's really big. Oh, fair enough. I <laughs> do that dark. too. I like scroll uh-huh. with emotions. Exactly. Like, when you're writing in the dark, I feel like yeah. you also <laughs> give yourself room. No, it was great. It's uh, it's such a good place to be when you find yourself after being in every rehearsal and choreographing and staging every minute to to just be watching it uh-huh. and, and yeah, taking it real. in. Yeah. So. Yeah, like getting to let go of it a little yeah. and, and enjoy it again. Mm, mm. That's real. And the actors are finding such wonder. Like they, the template of the world is there for them. That was my. That I mean, that was your job first, <laughs> Kaylin. <laughs> give us the world to play in. Yes. A blueprint. Yeah, Hopefully. Little, yeah. little blueprint. <laughs> a map. Yes. Yes. Uh, but they're they're sitting in it together so well, mm. uh, and so they're. They're doing all these things that are surprising me and hmm. surprising each other, I think, which That's is wonderful. Yeah, That's letting the it perfect really place to be in now. Yeah. So we're ready. Ready to open. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. For, uh, for a sold out open. So. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Sold out sold open, out sold out open. Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling pretty good. It's amazing. Okay. Well, let's dive into things. Yeah. So, um, this is the Go See a Show podcast. <laughs> My name is Alex Randrup, and we'll start with the names of who we have with us. Yay! My name is Rhea DeLulo, and I am the director of Wendell and Pan and the artistic director of The Skeleton Rep. Yay! And I'm Caitlin Kenny. I am the playwright of Wendell and Pan and the writer in residence of The Skeleton Rep. <laughs> And we are sitting in the offices of <laughs> The Tank after their second preview performance mm-hmm. um, and just going to have a little chat about this big show. Big, big show. show. So the first question we kind of like to ask on this just to get things started is, I like to set it up. So <laughs> Okay, so imagine you're like walking down the streets of New York and you see someone you haven't seen in years. And you're like, oh my God, it's you. And they're like, oh my God, it's you. How are you? What have you been up to? I'm in the city for a few days. What should I do? And you're like, well, let me tell you what I've been up to. How would you explain the show to somebody <laughs> who it hasn't been in it, hasn't been following you, and is like, what if, what is it? <laughs> Ugh. Ah. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd start with that. I'd lead with that. Yep. Um, <laughs> just a, just a just gentle a scream drone. <laughs> uh, um, no, I, I, I think I would jump into, to, you know, this is a, a magical dramedy with a family that goes to visit a, a dying grandfather. Um, and the young boy is best friends with a 12-year-old dead ghost aunt mm-hmm. and I, I feel like that's a decent place to lead mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know if that doesn't entice them enough then I can say that they start to plot on killing grandpa um, mm-hmm. and I, I hope by then they're caught hooked. but yeah they're, yeah. they're hooked <laughs> wink wink we're winking hardcore right yeah, now there's so much it, winking it's true <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah what about you What'd you say? What would I say? Yeah. I'd say uh, that I am working on a 
we we like magical dramedy, so that gets thrown mm. around a lot. Uh, but it's a 100-minute new play that explores modern myth through the structure of familial grief, featuring a ghost. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Why am I the writer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so, words. so much more eloquent than what I was saying to people on the street. <laughs> I think that's the difference, though. Like, your job is to, like, write all the words and say all the things and get the map out. And my job is to then translate it mm. into its standing version. So... That feels like a, a fair version. What you just heard <laughs> was exactly the entire process of Little getting the script. <laughs> so how was the collaborative process? I know I know that you guys have worked a lot in the past, mm -hmm. and I know that this got developed through the Skeleton Rep, so I'm curious about how, like, literally from page to stage, yeah. what this journey was like for you guys. Yeah, it was um, it was pretty stellar. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I had written the draft and I had submitted it to ESPA Drills. Uh, ESPA is the Einhorn School of Performing Arts. Uh, through primary stages. Through primary mm -hmm. stages. Just a couple blocks away. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I'd submitted to that and, you know, I wasn't hearing back and I had heard about the skeleton rep. Um, and so I submitted like 10 pages via email to the skeleton rep <laughs> and- uh, Our very formal submission <laughs> process. Was that, was that like the very first connection between the two of you? We hadn't even met yet. Oh, yeah. weird. I, I didn't know that. I had, <laughs> yeah, I had directed a, um, a detention and she had also directed like three detention pieces during that <laughs> detention. And I was like, who is this woman? That's mm. insane. And I never saw her because I think the day that we were teching, she wasn't available. I had another uh, show. Yeah. And so <laughs> I was like, you. I was like, this is incredible. Incredible. Um, so then I, I followed up through that. Um, but yeah, and then uh, Rhea approached it me. Was, yeah, it was crazy. So the same, the uh, Einhorn School of the Performing Arts has a writer's retreat that uh, you can submit for. Which is drills. Which yeah. is drills, yeah, that's what it's called, is drills. Uh, and they actually asked me to be on the decision committee for this blind submission process. And this amazing 10-page sample about this kid and his dead ghost friend uh, came across and I was like, oh, I'm super in love with this. And I, I really pushed for it to go to the semifinals um, and it got there, but it didn't make it to the finals. Uh, and even though it was blind submission, I, I asked the team, I was like, I have to know who sent this in, please tell me. Uh, and then lo and behold, I had the same 10 pages sitting in, her inbox. in my yeah. inbox that I never opened. Um, so it was a little bit fate, a little bit kismet that we had that second connect. And uh, it was really quick. Six weeks after that, we did the Salon series version of it. Yep. And then we... Did, I did more rewrites. Uh, yep. We we were like, ah, well, let's do a show, and then we were like, okay. Except that we produced a whole other show of hers yeah, in between. We did Void here at the Tank yeah. as well in the summer. So uh, yeah, and then uh, and then we were like, let's get this one on its feet, uh, and yeah. that was a beautiful. We October uh, late October we cast, and then late we, October we cast, and then it was actually this really beautiful, interesting thing. Uh, so Caitlin got married uh, <laughs> November fifth. I did. Also I got that. married. She did. <laughs> also that. So like right in between auditions and rehearsals <laughs> starting and uh, she had this really beautiful wedding at the Museum of M Moving Image like half of Skeleton Rep was there which was really fun and I was on my Uber ride back uh, and I opened my email after you know five hours of not looking at it and I see an email from Rosalind of The mm -hmm. Tank and it was uh, the invitation to be a co-production yeah. for the next year and so that was 
just a really nice big moment for us, uh, and it felt like it really solidified our work <laughs> well, and the relationship. It, it was nice. a big moment for her. That's true. And then, <laughs> and then she let me go on my honeymoon and not think <laughs> and not true. think about it and stuff. And I come back to the first rehearsal I come to. And she goes, oh, by the way, we're a co-production with the tank. <laughs> and right. I was just like, I melted down. It was a little insane. That's awesome. Yeah. A good way to start the it rehearsal was, yeah. process. It was, it was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so. um, I want to go back to a phrase that you used, modern myth, mm -hmm. right? I know you're very familiar with that phrase. That's a lot of what the skeleton rep explores and, yeah. and examines. So um, I, I would love to hear um, a little bit about, like, how that uh, larger study through your company has mm. has translated into this specific piece um, and then into this specific production <laughs> in this tiny theater that you have filled with this play. Oh yeah, we, yeah. we use every corner. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the, the desire to explore modern myth comes out of, uh, I was one of those kids, very much like Wendell, one of the titular characters. He's 11 and he's reading, you know, Dumas and Jane Austen and, and hanging out with sword fights. I was very much one of those kids as well. Uh, I also studied Greek and, uh, not Greek, I studied Latin and the Greek myths and mm. the epics. Uh, and I also, my degree in college was in uh, American civilization. And so Love. I, yes, <laughs> and I didn't study theater. I, I studied something entirely academic, uh, but what I found in in these two loves and these two explorations was that uh, America had a lot of legends and a lot of prescriptions, but we were very much lacking in our own mythologies. These mm. these stories that are about quote unquote average people. Odysseus, yes, he's a king. He's a minor king. He's actually a fairly average Greek, right? So, who, how do we take? contemporary stories and lift them up into the style of an epic uh, into something that a bard would want to sing about and so it's it's really a uh, it's a point of view to take on work but I really love when I get a play that I think does that in and of itself without it just being a lens on how to produce something how, uh -huh. how do we make sure that all of the actors and the designers and everyone is reaching up to the narrative and not dragging the narrative down to us. Mm. So that's what the exploration of modern myth is all about. And Caitlin Kenny in particular uh, writes these stories that tap into the deep humanity that allows us to lift ourselves up into that next level. So that's that's why this show explores modern myth and and then the answer becomes the question then becomes how do we tell all those pieces of the myth in a way that the audience will resonate with and it mm -hmm. doesn't it isn't about hiding theater magic from them and it's not about uh, trying to be didactic in any way it's just about making sure we have a really inclusive experience and it's it's okay for the audience to understand that those are you know twinkle lights that go on a tree and that's like you know a light on a carabiner flying in from a corner we don't need to hide any of that from them. It's just about celebrating telling the story. And when we lift it up and celebrate that, I think the audience is really willing to go along for the ride with mm -hmm. us. Yeah, well, I, I think that was a really compelling part of the design as well. When we knew we were gonna be in this space, um, I mean, it obviously presents a challenge. There's a full house, a backyard, a tree house, a roof, um, all in this tiny black box. Um, and so they really dug into 
like the the play of theater and the idea that that yeah. you know we can use our imaginations as humans and i think the the american theater has kind of like really hit hard on the realistic edge of things and wanting to make things seem like everything is as it would be in the world as in as in film maybe even mm -hmm. and i i feel like mm -hmm. the team really um sunk its teeth into the idea of no the audience knows it's play and we're all aware of that and let's 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 eat that up. Let's like enjoy that. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I, I really appreciated that element of it. Yeah, the ergonomic set design. I mean, the fact that we were able to fit so many different spaces in that tiny space. Uh, the sound design is not subtle. Like it's yeah. it's very present. It's very alive, uh, and and the lights, even the color saturation, is really deep. We're we're not we're not afraid to lift everything up. Uh, as Caitlin was saying, you know, I think American theater has taken a bit of a hard turn into something very realistic into naturalistic. And we're trying to say that our imagination and our sense of play absolutely belongs in theater. Theater is allowed to be dramatic and theatrical and, and we're doing it. Yeah, there's play in play. Yeah, with very little budget. Especially <laughs> in this play. I mean, I, I don't think it's much of a like a spoiler to say that there's a lot of Peter Pan influence in oh, yeah. <laughs> um, the the like world and story and experiences of the character, which is and that's one of the American myths or a myth we've adopted for mm -hmm. America of like how we feel about ourselves and our childhoods yeah, looking absolutely. back and our growing up looking forward and that's mm -hmm. kind of at the core of this and it it does let you give you license to <laughs> to play and see the edges and it's fine because we're all here playing together absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, that's something I'll say in rehearsal all the time I'm like we are in we are engaged in very serious play right now mm, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, and I, I think we felt that and uh, it was cool tonight we we definitely started to hit a stride so I'm, I'm glad you came tonight yeah, <laughs> yeah that's great my favorites one that when you get to see the parents play more <sighs> Um, because mm -hmm. so often it's very serious with adults. It's so serious, um, and and what I wanted to play with in what I wanted to play with in this play <laughs> was um, was was maybe like you know swapping that a bit where the parents may have a little bit more play uh, or can get to that place again, and the children have moments of of deep philosophical like understanding mm -hmm. or like attempts at understanding mm -hmm. um, because that that does happen when you're a kid you stumble upon things and I think so often we forget that and we allow ourselves to think that children are just unobservant in their own kind of space uh, when really children are incredibly observant mm -hmm. um, and very intuitive and so I think I, I wanted to kind of play a bit more with that um, especially in a, in a household that's dealing with such such a weight and a, mm -hmm. a grief present um, there's there's it's not easy to hide that kind of thing um, and and yeah. I think you do such an incredible job because it's it's so hard to to do what you're saying and not have it come out as uh, didactic mm -hmm. or somehow over the top. Like, I think you and I really managed to navigate a, a very realistic, realistic sense of stakes mm -hmm. for the world mm -hmm. uh, without it going over the top and like finding that line. And that all starts with your 
carefulness in making sure that each of the characters is a 360 person you know like <laughs> that's the hope <laughs> <laughs> well so often you know like a mother or a father character gets really uh narrowed down into those things or a magical character gets plays one role uh and the way caitlin writes makes it really apparent that everyone is supposed to have their own space and so even though it is called wendell and Penn, it is absolutely an ensemble play yeah absolutely i agree with that <laughs> yeah there's there's some lovely moments of magic and joy that i saw in the adults in particular that were like <laughs> my surprisingly favorite tiny moments mm. because they were very delicious and unexpected and real yeah. Um, okay, so Wendell and Pan is running at the Tank Theater now through when? January 20th! Yeah! And people can get tickets and information where? On the Tank website mm -hmm. and on our website, which is skeletonrep.org. Yes. yes. And also TDF, Today Ticks, Show Score, I think. High All five. High yes. five, yes. yes. If you can't find one one place, keep digging. Keep digging. You, know, you might find it somewhere else. It's true. Yes. And we're sold out this Saturday and Sunday, but we have uh, six shows yeah. next week, and none of those are sold out yet. So come so. hang out with us. Come yeah. to the Tank Theater for Wendell and Pam. Directed by Rhea DeLulo and written by Caitlin Kenny. Cool. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Caitlin and Rhea, for hanging out after the show to chat. And thank you once again to Alex for another excellent interview. You can catch Wendell and Pan at The Tank, 312 West 36th Street in Manhattan through January 20th, 2019. Head to skeletonrep.org for a link to tickets and more information. Thanks to you for listening into the podcast. If you dig it, please like it on Facebook, facebook.com slash go see a show. Follow at go see a show on Twitter and rate and or comment on the show's Apple Podcasts page. My name is Robert A.K. Gagno. You can find me on the internet at Robert Gagno, G-O-N-Y-O dot com. Until next time, go see a show. That was fun. That's so fun. Yeah.